0: Yeah, he
1: does. Liar. And we are live. So, hey, all you crazy sci fi and fantasy fans, it's time for your daily dose of shenanigans over here at the Blasters and Blades podcast. Just three nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions and fantastical fantasies. A place where magic is king, the sky is the limit, and space is the place. And as usual, we have our quarterly proof of life. Nick Garber is real. uh, And he's alive.
0: um, Life model decoy.
1: I mean, you know, the department of uh, whatever you work for that we won't talk about has kept you so busy that maybe, maybe you are a life -life decoy. I don't know. That sounded funnier in my head. Save us from ourselves. So uh, I I could have, I I missed an opportunity. I I failed you yet again. I'm sorry.
0: That's
1: okay. So, so today is Veterans day, 2021. (laughs) So we wanted to come on or, or armistice day for you, uh, Brits or remembrance day for everyone else. Uh, so, we wanted to come on and have a little chat with everyone. So, um, we're going to start with uh, a little bit of testimonial about the Mission 22 and then talk whatever Doc wants to talk about. She's running the shindig; You're all in trouble now. Uh, but first, can I, I know I, you gave
2: can... me admin rights to the stream?
1: What? I know. I might regret that. She's going to kick me off my own podcast. But uh, first, we'll start with, with you, Nick. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself for people that might have missed the shows? Okay. So, Who you uh, are okay, where'd you serve? So...
0: Or <laughs> I'll give him the once around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my name is Nick Garber or Nicholas R. Garber. If we're being formal, I am a uh, veteran of the United States Army, uh, 2nd Ranger Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, Rangers Lead the Way, um, previous door kicker and body stacker. Um, right now I draw comic books and I work for the Department of Homeland Security, but I really want to focus on the fact i draw really kick-ass comic books so that's who i am as a person and this is my wife uh mr stabby stabby mistress
2: stabby stabby you just made her a man
3: Mistress. You
1: know, somebody in this house to ha- has to have a dick so <laughs> 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 no, no, no. ouch so she is she is miss stabby his uh his his boss clearly uh and the man in that relationship but we don't judge It's 2021 and all things are possible through science
0: and my uh, pronouns are Z, Zar, Z, Z, them, and dragon.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, what about you, Doc?
2: What am I? What?
1: <laughs>
2: Sorry, I was oh, distracted. I have all these cool little things.
1: She's, she's overwhelmed with the power, Walt. You understand, you're there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Who not are not you, not. where did you serve? You know, introduce yourself. Oh, That's your yeah, thought. well,
2: okay, so I am Seska Small. I served in the Army out of Fort Bliss. Uh, I didn't really do anything too much too cool, um, but I wasn't an Army medic, so I got that whirling for me. And, no, no. I, and I was also the, command, the Brigade Command's team bitch. I got to do a lot of special projects. <laughs> so when in doubt, they handed it to me and it always got done. So I guess I kind of screwed myself over with that. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yep, you did. All right. Do what about it, you? I'm not touching that one, Walt. How about yourself?
4: Yeah, but you didn't announce yourself first. I should go last.
1: Okay, fine. Uh, so, Jerry Hanley, former infantry well, sergeant, lives for... matter, uh, and twice a combat veteran of the uh, late wars in Mesopotamia. And I didn't do anything cool. No whiz bang schools. I just walked a lot.
0: And that's enough. That's Enough, pig. That'll do.
1: <laughs> she's, she's found the banners button. <laughs> We're in trouble, Nick.
0: Oh, uh, I, I don't even access. You should consider yourself
1: ordained. <laughs> All right. Now, now Walt gets to tell us about, about himself. Next long loss on Panama it. beaches. and
4: Hi, so I'm right? Walt. And uh, uh, when, I, when I was in the army, I used to bake muffins. I believe it. <laughs> Steven
1: Scott was a cook, so you know it's, it's possible.
0: Walt was part of the Goon Squad and the Spicy Boys.
4: Uh, yeah, me and Andre the Giant,
1: <laughs> I believe that too. So he's modest, he, he too was a leg. He did nothing cool, but he walked a lot. Mm-hmm. Can Which you say is... it for me one time for the people in the back? Leg Lives Matter? No, no, you, you see, I, it, I'm contractually totally obligated.
4: I'm contractually obligated to uh, fight against those statements uh, and that knocking you here uh, uh, on the windows outside are the people I've sent to talk to you about. Such statements.
1: <laughs> Why is there <laughs> a right? What does that mean? upset? Uh, all right. So first uh, before we, we start the shenanigans, as usual, when Nick is involved, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, mission 22. So Walt, since you um, have done this podcast before over on the galaxy's edge podcast, Can you tell us a little bit about what that is?
4: So Mission 22 is an organization, a charitable organization that um, uh, is trying to raise funds and awareness for veteran suicide. a lot of uh, lifestyle changes occur when you come back from a combat zone, uh, and a lot of times uh, the military and its ultimate wisdom don't always have the foresight
5: <laughs> to
4: kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of ease people back into it. We saw this with World War II and and shell shock, uh, battle fatigue. We saw it in Vietnam with, um, uh, you know, like um, shell. Uh, combat stress you know and now um now with post traumatic stress disorder um uh combat stress disorder i mean there's there's multiple names for it but um you know it re- it really starts when um we give it the room to grow and you know, you might, you might be trying to, you might have that veteran that's trying to um, reacclimate the society and you're trying to give them a little space, but at the same time, you know, giving that person space might not be the best option for uh, what they need at the time, even if they tell you otherwise. So, um, mission 22 tries to raise awareness and the 22 in the mission 22 name refers to um on average uh, several years ago um it was 22 veterans a day who were taking their own lives um as uh, uh you know uh because they uh they could not cope with what they were coming home to um for some it was it was uh the stress of uh not having such stress weighing down on them for others it was the lack of discipline and control that the military exerts. Uh, you know uh, there were as many reasons as there were um, ways that that uh, people found to find a permanent solution to what could have been a temporary problem. but uh, yeah so um, mission 22 tries to bring veterans together and kind of uh, find different ways to deal with this with this stress and in doing so uh, galaxy's edge for the last few years jason OnSpock and nick cole the authors of galaxy's edge have been very generous with their time with their products um, and with uh, their creativity to try and raise money for mission 22 so that uh, uh, this particular really good uh, uh, really good charity can find those veterans who are most vulnerable and susceptible to, uh, you know, the negativity that's trying to creep into their soul, and then stomp it out so they can uh, go forth and show the world why a um, a warrior culture merges well with uh, a philosophical one to kind of balance out a country and make it a better place versus just letting them stew in their own juices.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and the number because I just looked it up was it's now it's only crept down to 20. So yeah, on perfect. average, and that's a, these are all rough estimates, guys, in the audience who don't necessarily understand biostatistics, which is confusing. So don't try to understand it. But, um, but that's a lot. And it, there's a lot yeah. of stuff with it that in particular, you know, we had COVID, we let's all look at it in the room. And um, that was really hard for a lot of the veterans I know.
0: Yeah. So. In the beginning of COVID, you know, because I didn't have this one sitting right next to me for most of it. So, Half of it. yeah. you know, I, I drank a lot. I, you know, I had fits of depression and, and things like that, you know, because when you're left alone with your thoughts, I mean, for some reason, the human brain just likes to go negative real quick.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's also call a spade a spade. As soldiers, we're all taught to have certain okay. habits
1: and we're,
2: up. well, suck it up, but also just like we're taught to have certain habits, like get up, go, go to PT, do work. Um, And so the disruption to that habits that was everything COVID didn't help anybody coping with those kind of issues
0: yeah. either. Yeah. No, I, I, I probably did what, three months Well, I mean, it was before you, but like in about three months from when COVID started and I was in isolation and I couldn't go out, I couldn't do any things that I enjoy about one of the most beautiful cities in America, San Diego, you know, I was stuck at home because everything was closed, but um, about the third month in, I was like, I need to do something. And a friend of mine was like, hey man, I'm a personal fitness coach. And I'm like, oh shit, I haven't done PT in like a year and a half, so let's do this. Um, yeah, we saw some of those pictures.
4: those those legs were giving off epic levels of light. It was amazing,
0: yeah. um, I am an Irish. Fan. <laughs> as our listeners know, i I do not tan. I burst into red, and it doesn't darken <laughs> after that. I just I, I'm either red or white. there's there's, there's
1: see, no my,
2: my mom always told me it was because of my Hispanic heritage that I did that.
1: So I, I I suffer from that as well. When I went to boot camp, when you do the little card where they fill out your bios for the drill sergeants so they can pretend they care about you. And I was starting to write the, you know, the Caucasian male. My drill sergeant, big, tall, black eye, dark as the night. And he's like, no, you're the founding father of the bleach people. Put that. I'm like,
2: okay. <laughs> uh, Mine told me that I had to go put on the the marshmallow PTs because I was blinding them.
0: No, I used to tan until I spent four years in the Pacific Northwest where there's zero sun.
1: No, no, and no, no. no. You just
0: the the again,
5: not
1: <laughs> so. But so, but one of the one of the reasons that we decided to do this, aside from it being a good charity, is uh, like many veterans, we were most of us have been touched by that uh, friends that ended it themselves. I know. Um, of the ones the the of the nine people that were on my fire team and i know that's not a normal but because we we're doing convoys of the nine people that were on my fire team uh four of us came home and of those four i'm the last one because they chose the the quick solution instead of the longer process uh, i got really really oh, okay. lucky i happened to have a, a college mm-hmm. professor that uh, worked with the hampton va that did a writing is therapy class and, and gave me something to occupy the mind but not everyone's VA is the same and not everyone has the support I had. And yeah, so for that, me, it's just hard because they left kids behind, you know? And so it's, if we yeah, can stop yeah. anybody else from suffering like that, that's a Well, bad. and
2: the problems aren't just with the lower rank or the higher rank. I, a couple of years ago, I found out an NCO I knew um, decided a permanent solution was the solution, unfortunately. And um, so it's really... Just because, and I think one of the things I've also heard people go, well, you didn't have to deal with. No, it's not a you didn't have to deal with. We don't know where people's limits are. It's a, we all had to deal with something. So, yeah. but, um. so, oh, great. JR put up the, the uh, website and the website has, what does the website have on it, Walt?
1: It, it lets you, well, the Mission 22 website. A different website, needed. yeah. That's actually the actual organization. I know some people feel some kind of way about donating to charities they can't vet because a lot of us have been screwed by various charitable organizations that ended up being less so. So if you want to do your research. But one of the reasons we had Walt here and I have the GE banner along with Mission 22 was because this year, like every year, on the, if you go to the Galaxy's Edge website, you can actually, there are certain purchases you can buy where you get actual neat merch from you know the sci-fi properties you you know and love um here let me share this there we go um where you actually the money the profits are going completely to 100% of the profits and some of them are less than but significant portions of the profits for the month of November go towards mission 22 i know last year we raised as a community 11,000 and the goal is this year to see if we could double that um and so you get some t-shirts where the money goes to to charity <gasps> some wristbands, um, some art that's signed posters, maps from Forgotten Ruin. Uh, there's a link on their website, or if it's not there, they're working on it, where you can donate directly through Galaxy's Edge. Everyone that donates through the Galaxy's Edge, um, there is a uh, RC Bray version of The Martian on CD, unwrapped still, that, look I, uh, this one. Mm-hmm. that I had. And so if uh, if that's something you want, there will be some prizes given out throughout the month. Uh, as well and it lets them um, sort of see that, that people care and the money goes for a good cause so uh, is there anything else they're doing Walt for besides the discounts that you're showing well a lot of these
4: will go to d- directly to the charity uh, so there's that and then um, in the discord um, so uh, we have our own um, Galaxy's Edge has worked with Blood Eagle Knives to have our own line of custom steel um, Galaxy's Edge version, and uh, he is currently making a, uh, a a wicked, wicked blade. That um, one of the members of the uh, the Dark Ops community, um, uh, Omachi, he is going to be um, he's going to be uh, raffling that off, and then um, uh, all that money is going to go directly to Mission Twenty Two. So he bought the knife. Adam's going to make it. And then once it's ready to go, we're going to put it up on the website and we're going to we're going to auction it off and hopefully we'll get it nice and high. And then the winner will get that awesome blade and then uh, Mission 22 will get some of that some of that money. So, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes uh, in regards to this. So it's really cool that uh, that that this community is so connected. I mean, even in the Discord, uh, the Galaxy's Edge Discord, they uh, they have an entire section for. Helping people out if you're having a, if you're having a hard time, you know. So if you so, need to go to the squad support bay inside of the uh, the Discord, um, there's always people hanging around. So if you know if you're looking if, if you're looking down the road and you can't see where the road le- is leading you, and, and you think that that's it, you know, we have guys that hopefully can can turn you back to your starting point and help you find the way forward because uh, you know we're we're pretty passionate about this. We we don't want any more guys who shed mud and blood somewhere else in regards to the flag. We don't want them to go down. So um, yeah, to, the fact that the guys in the discord do that, it's just absolutely uh, awesome.
1: So uh, we've got a, a comment from Sam point. Who's uh, one of our Australian veterans and listeners. He said he's part of the disaster relief Australia, which is part of team Rubicon Australia. They uh, uh, instigated at the start of the COVID lockdowns, a ring around rosters, uh, of veterans and veteran members every couple of days to chat uh, chew the fat, which is an expression I hadn't heard before and do exercises via Microsoft teams still uh, trying to keep each other active and encourage each other. Cause it's mostly the sense of community that's gone when you get out that, that hurts the most for people. Um, cause oh, yeah. like when you live in the barracks, if you wake up at three in the morning, cause you can't sleep, you know, it's not there uncommon is somebody
2: you're... awake, even or if it's you just... just that annoying NCO on
1: 24 hour duty. Or you just kick your buddy's rack and wake his ass up, and then you, you know.
2: See, I didn't live in that barracks. No, I
0: was a senior specialist. I had my own room.
2: I had my <laughs> own room.
4: A senior specialist.
0: See? Yeah, all that was like three days over the other guy who had the That's what we before. call somebody who's been demoted oh, to specialist. <laughs>
1: So, how many times were you demoted to specialist there, uh, Ranger Nick?
0: Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to go into specifics, but I'm going to quote a famous NCO of mine, and he said, "You're not a true NCO until you've every ranked twice."
1: Okay. Well, I guess I get bonus yeah, points because well, I was careful three times.
0: Well, except for Walt. Walt doesn't drink, so I'm drinking for him. So, thank terms, you. <laughs> Are you stunt liver? I'm sorry. Are you his stunt liver?
4: He is my I, stunt liver. Yes. I have
0: always. I have. Sit, God, Walt. How long have we known each other? Years now. Five. God,
4: it's got to be like seven, eight years now, bro.
0: Seven, eight years. Yeah.
4: yeah. One day
0: I'll make the trip to Rhode Island and uh, we'll we'll have a party jam. A yeah, dude.
2: dude right.
4: Best food in the country over here. So bring. <coughs> it.
2: You have God. snow up there. No, thank you.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like snow. She doesn't like snow, but I like snow. I'll bring heavy coats. Yeah.
1: I
2: you- can do not. Okay, I am from the south, and I spent my first eight years in the Middle East. Snow shut everything down. Yeah. I, Just rumors
1: of snow will shut it down.
2: I went, my ba- my boot started on November 30th in Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. Uh, oh, no. Uh, so we're still in red phase. And my NCO comes in, my, my drill sergeant comes in and he goes, small, I'm looking out the window. And I guess I looked absolutely terrified to a new level. I mean, it's red phase that you're supposed to be terrified, but I guess I looked particularly terrified because he came up to me and he goes, small, what's wrong? Cause, and I looked at him and all the first words out of my mouth were drill sergeant, You have to go home. They're going to close posts. They're snowing because I had this image of them all being stuck with us overnight.
4: Yeah. That would suck.
2: And, uh, so- and he goes, They, we can drive in snow. And I went, and what I'm is this magical
4: thing you're speaking of <laughs>
0: what, what
4: uh,
1: dark
0: yeah. magic is this to make a footprint missouri
1: sam went on to say that uh as veterans uh across the globe they sometimes allow their mates from U- the usa and europe to join their chats uh when times were requiring it so there's, there's communities out there, and it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to your flag. Veterans. Nathan
2: Ted is it. trying to torture me. It's not going to snow tomorrow. It's 75 degrees in Georgia tomorrow, Nathan. This is He's what he said. Canadian, sent me. eh? This is what he posted. It's not, but,
1: going to um, snow. not in it's Georgia anyway, US. So, so that is Mission 22. Uh, it's a good thing. If you want to be more involved when this goes up officially on the podcast platform, and on YouTube, we'll have this link available. Uh, we'll have everybody here's link, um, the Discord link, specifically because it's got that, um, that squad support bay uh, available. But, uh, all right, Doc, I understand now that we've spent a little bit of time talking about the important business, you had stuff you wanted to talk about and a thing planned.
2: Well, I mean, it's Veterans Day, and I got to thinking about it, actually – one of A colonel I used to work for, Colonel Swift, if he's listening, I don't understand why he'd be listening, but... No, um, I'll
0: find him and send him the link.
2: Okay, you can do that. Um, <laughs> but today, he posted something great, and it reminded me, and he goes, Veterans Day is for family, whether that is your blood family or your fit service family, you know, the brothers and sisters who we all served with, to Veterans Day is about family, so... Not wrong. What do vets do better than anything other than make a mess? Drink drink. 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 So and we'll then drink some
0: more. And we <laughs> said <it> all <laughs> we do. That's but the
2: typically thing. every veteran well, you. story starts with one phrase. No shit, there I was.
0: No shit, there I was.
2: So that's what this is. It's the no shit there. I was. We're gonna fandom is great. I love fandom. We all know this because of all the cons I do, and uh, but. Now it's time for family, and we're gonna have a family round table of no shit. There I was.
0: Oh no, I think it should be funny stories. We should theme
2: it. Well, that's fine, it is themed. It's veterans like, so day. Categories, um, so the is I mean, is family, but Nathan Ped wants to know if any of your stories involve maple syrup or poutine.
0: Uh yeah. Is that yeah, actually, a derogatory word for lady parts or
1: something?
2: No, it is not. Oh my god, if you don't know what poutine is, you're missing out, my friend. It's amazing. It's like gravy, fries, brown gravy and cheese curds,
1: and French fries. Oh, that sounds like heresy! Why would you ruin good French fries?
0: Okay, so you do you want a poutine story?
1: Sure, he does. Give us a poutine not story for poutine the Canadian veterans.
0: Story, it's a drunk ranger story.
1: Are there any other kinds of ranger stories?
0: Yeah, there's sober and oh, angry and mad at a dip and coffee three days ago stories, but that's not. <laughs> good. I don't know i
1: my mom. Not- my mom when I was
2: in the service bribed every ranger she found to not date me.
4: Oh wait a minute. Were you were you a ranger at?
2: No, I was not. Oh, okay. No, no, no. My that mom been
4: funny.
2: My mom found My mom after I was in Oh,
0: oh, oh shit, we're so sorry.
2: My, my mom was doing a um, My mom was running a Warhammer tournament for Toys for Tots. And this group of rangers who had just come back from deployment showed up. And my they let them play. And my mom gave them a table full of terrain. And my mom makes amazing terrain created with dental plaster and everything. And at the end of it, they go, well, is there anything? She insisted they take it home, a table full of terrain home. This is like 500 worth of terrain and they she goes is there anything we can do and she goes no nothing she goes wait no if you meet my daughter specialist small don't date her
4: <laughs> that's epic
2: that's my mother for you
0: yeah we've been telling junior that for months
2: what don't date
0: don't date Siska.
2: why would your that would be illegal how would it be illegal you guys aren't wait, genetically wait. related oh you're talking this one i thought you were talking about your stepson no he's me
1: not junior. junior he, he meant
2: talking. jr <laughs> no, no jr's not dating me that would be gross
1: Ouch. all right so aloe vera for that
0: nuke i just landed
1: nuke it for morbid it was the only way to be sure so so what we'll yeah. so yeah, let's so do we that had, so we, since we had some Canadian love in the chat, I understand you have a funny Canada story when you invaded their land. Uh, you do?
4: You
0: For winter about training.
1: Me? No, no, Walt uh, did. He's telling us about his winter oh, training. It's a funny oh, thing. Sure
0: I'm sure no. Walt, did you invade Daddy Walt, not Grandpa Walt. He's not a grandpa. Yeah, I. I, know I daddy, well, he probably did an airfield seizure or two in the same place as I, I did.
4: So we did um, uh, winter that's warfare that's school that. in Petawawa, Canada, Ooh. and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, we, we go. got off the we got off the plane and it was nineteen below zero Fahrenheit, and we were like, <sighs> yeah, this is gonna suck balls.
0: The shit that makes your bones hurt.
4: So. Um, so um you know you're getting your your pre-jump briefing from the canadian jump masters because we were going to jump with them to get their wings and uh you know they they were telling us all the funny stuff like just make sure you do a plf at the end of it um when you jump out of the herc which is what they yeah which is what they called the c-130 hercules they were like you know the americans like to slap the outside of the aircraft and then jump forward don't do that just fall out the door and we're like and then they, and and then they were like yeah we don't use a safety either next to the door so you just got to fling the static line and hope it gets away from you and i'm like this is this is really gonna suck i think i had had like 10 10 jumps at the time
0: oh baby airborne
4: yeah it was baby airborne so i broke then, my
0: leg on jump number
4: nine so i'm just like okay this is this is gonna suck well, you know, because they were like, "Look, if you put your hands on the outside of the aircraft, it's negative forty below up there. Uh, your fingers are going to stay with the aircraft, and you're going to leave." So we were like, "Oh my God, why are we doing this?" Okay. So then, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a small dude with a big personality, so it's like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 five five, you know, five six if I have really big boots. Yeah, but right? you're a so, large
0: caliber man, Walt.
4: Yes, I am a large caliber man. So. <laughs> When uh, we get out of the plane, I'm like, "All right, this ain't so bad. I got this covered. We're we're cool. We're cool." And I hit, and I and you know my boss is like right in front of me, and he hits and does a textbook perfect PLF and a lot of a lot of easy snow. And I'm like, "All right, this ain't gonna suck." <laughs> I hit the I hit the ground, and I'm up to my chest in snow. He turns around at me, he goes, motherfucker, you better fake a PLF. I'm trying to like throw myself over. <laughs>
3: I'm like,
4: I am like, I was like a weeble. I couldn't fall down. And, you know, it's like,
0: there's too much snow. I can't, I can't do it.
4: So then they all, you know, my squad comes around me and they're all like, you know, what's going to be funnier than that landing? You crawling out of there. Let's see this. I'm like, <laughs> I had to dig myself out with my snowshoes. Oh God, it sucked.
1: Oh
4: my god! Is that the story you were hoping for? Or are you talking about the alcohol story?
1: No, no, that was the no, one no. I was hoping for. We actually—that's uh, a good one. We'll, we'll leave it. Uh, that's
2: perfect. But I mean, if there's an alcohol story, so <sighs> I haven't heard the other one.
4: Here we so go. We get to we get to um, we get off the plane, and the senior master corporal, which is kind of like our E sevens. He comes out, he loads us onto the bus, you know, and we're just small talking with him and stuff like that. He he was pretty cool. Uh, Canadian Paris were definitely pretty cool. And he, you know, we get inside this little Quonset hut, little thing. Uh, Like I said, it's 20 below zero. He's like, all right, we're going to take it easy tonight. He goes, but we need to have a briefing. So we get all the guys together and he's like, all right, men, here's the deal. He goes, you have to pay, pay very strict attention about what I'm going to say because it is crucial to your survival. Of the Women's Warfare School in Petawawa, Canada, Canada, and also in working with joint operations with the Canadian military. He says on Tuesday we do not drink. He goes now on Wednesday, right? <laughs> he's like, on, he's like on Wednesday, it's. Almost Friday, so we drank on Thursday. It's almost Friday, we drank on Friday. It's Friday, so we drank on Saturday. It's the weekend, we drink on Sunday. We're depressed that the weekend's almost over. We drank on Monday. We're depressed that we have to start the work week, so we drank. And on Tuesday, we rest. Any questions? So I like raised my hand and I'm like, "Excuse me, Senior Master Corporal, um, I um, I don't drink." He goes, "Give that motherfucker the keys." <laughs> So yeah, they were funny. They were that was that was the Canadian safety briefing. I, I like Thank it.
2: You. I mean, I got yelled at by my first sergeant for saying if you went in doubt, you have to ask. Don't do it.
4: Yep.
0: This felt was, more more appropriate. A bunch of a bunch of soldiers sitting around Ranger TV
1: as the fires burning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We actually. Oh. Gosh, all this. So I, I actually technically invaded Canada. I was doing a, a live fire exercise out of uh, uh, Fort Nathaniel Green in uh, Vermont. And the I don't know if you guys remember the old overhead projectors. You got to do it inverted and backwards. So when it goes on the screen, it's correct side up. Yes. He didn't do yes. that. So he made Xeroxes of the form wrong. So what was up was down and left was right and all that. And so our live fire exercise for our uh, striker conversion course was because uh, they were converting a bunch of... Uh, people that were coming back to the infantry or people that were converting from other MLSs. And uh, we ended up technically crossing the border and getting stopped by the uh, Canadian Mounties. I was very disappointed. They were not wearing red coats, by the way, shame they on don't. them. Shame on them.
0: Oh, true story. The, the Mounties up there are complete kids. Like, I don't the, know. The most Jim- brutal cops. Like <laughs> he's an American. I was like, I have rights. And they're like, no, you don't, A, but sorry.
2: I, I don't know about that because I have only from. ever met one and it was Jamie Ibsen and he was really nice and but he never wore a red coat either. So maybe he wasn't the really the right. I don't know. Jamie, you gotta answer. Uh,
1: the red coats are coming. Yeah, I, I actually was very disappointed <laughs> at uh that they weren't wearing the red coat. I, I felt like that's the central requirement. And the hat even like one yards.
2: I would love for my 9-year-old to see it because I've been telling him I tell him bad things to do like if he sees a red coat he needs to run screaming away the red coats are coming.
1: Well, that would be yeah. hilarious though.
2: I also so. tell him if he sees somebody who identifies as a seal he needs to start making seal noises so I mean. Bring him, he says "Also the about right. House. We
3: have the seals training next door.
2: Yeah, the seal pups.
3: They're, play, they're
0: playing their music too loud today, and these guys aren't they don't have their Budweiser badge yet. They're they're not even halfway through. So they're playing their music too loud. And I'm like, hey, you guys aren't even seals yet. Right. Shut your down. <laughs> <laughs> Recreation
1: <laughs> night in the was school of infantry. It
0: was the most movie thing I'd ever heard.
1: Good to know. So so uh, before we hide Walt forever. The uh, Sandpoint says, Recreation Night at the School of Infantry in Singleton Barracks, Australia, consists of running old training videos upside down and backwards. But hell, we're a Commonwealth like the Canucks, so what do they know? (laughs) Sandpoint is an awesome fella.
2: I think we won.
1: He likes to send me videos of Australia trying to kill you. Like, that's fun for him.
2: I want to meet the
1: snake. It's going (laughs) to eat you.
2: Everything in Australia wants to kill you. Some of it's
0: just I want even. a huntsman spider. I want to get it a leash and a collar, and I want to name it
3: Daisy, and I want it around the house. I will burn down the house.
1: So I, I got to say, so uh, it stab lost stab spider while
3: lost the war.
1: She'll stab me
0: with the spider.
1: Probably. So this is an important question for the Rangers among us. So the Australians lost the war with the Emu. Could the Rangers beat them?
0: Yes.
2: I love how Walt is look like. Why is this a question?
0: Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing you need to know about a Ranger mentality. We could be faced up with insurmountable odds, knowing death is imminent, and that's how we all want to go as a little baby Ranger. Hey, that's hey, hey grown Rangers.
2: Nick, read, read the screen, Nick.
0: What? Read, what? So, where do I ship the Huntsman spider eggs? I'll send you a DM.
3: I will burn down this house.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <You're one laughs> Because I like my house.
3: And it's connected to the neighbor's house. So everybody's just through.
0: So we all die. I don't care.
1: But he'll have his husband's spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Walt, do you want some of that action?
4: No? Okay. Sitting uh, behind me and then a few feet away from me are a 55 and 70 pound uh, fuzzy chainsaw.
2: I love the fuzzy chainsaws in Murder Dog.
4: Mm -hmm. So I do not need a Huntsman
1: Spider. If you didn't know, though, his Murder Dog is actually famous internationally.
2: So are you saying, Walt, that you are not compensating for anything like Nick? What do you mean? Because you don't need a Huntsman Spider.
4: No, because the last spider that got in the house...
0: I said I wanted one. There's a
4: The last spider that got in the house, the cat was running away and I'm like, what's going on here? And then I round the corner and the dog is on top of the refrigerator and I'm like, what are you doing? And you know, he's just looking at me like, what, this is totally natural. <laughs> <laughs> so Belgian Malinois horror stories.
1: I, I, <laughs> I love your dog. Malinois. He's his fun. dog is internationally famous. Is, is in a well, book if you want too. a dog
0: that keeps you in shape, the, the Malinois is definitely that dude. They are not want, to 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 Jay, I want a dog that gives me a jape. I want a dog that's going to
3: parent my son.
0: I want to see uh Malinois versus Viking.
4: Oh, uh, Malinois versus what?
0: Viking Siska's kid. <laughs> so, uh,
4: if you need to, I mean, you know, just send the kid over here. Uh, I'll let him. <laughs> I'll let him help train the dog. You, you got to take video, Walt it's just it's uh what do you call it? i'll even feed them breakfast put them out in the put them out in the front yard we'll put the bites leave on them and then uh we'll let nature take its course
0: there you go there could be only one nature is beautiful nature is beautiful survive. only the strong will survive yes someone's get <laughs> someone's get humped. i'm just saying but probably <laughs> it's really funny.
2: Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> nick tell a no shit, there i was story Dance monkey. About the
0: time I uh, snuck in Poland. Sure. Okay. No shit. There I was. <laughs> so I'm with the California National Guard this time. I decided active duty was just too stringent on my uh, lifestyle, which was mostly because of my ex-wife. Thank God she's an ex, because I would have still been active duty and finished my 20. However, comma, I did find some certain avenues of success in the California national guard. One of which brought me to a two week mission in Ukraine and they needed a platoon leader. And since I was already an XO, they're like, Hey, you want to do this two weeks in Ukraine? I'm like, I haven't been to the Eastern Bloc. Fuck it. Let's do this. So I end up in Lviv, Ukraine. It's a beautiful place. Never been rich with history, great architecture, amazing strip clubs. Um, And, and the beer flowed like wine, and the vodka flowed even heavier. Um, and everything was cheap, which is great for a soldier. Um, so I get in good with the Polish Grom, which is their special forces. Because um, I was teaching in a class. I had a couple of Grom dudes there. And they're like, hey, so you were enlisted but became officer? Who's your dad? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Because apparently in Poland, the only way you can go from grunt to officer is if your dad's connected politically. I'm like, my my dad was a SEAL. I don't I don't know if that helps, but he was a construction worker. I, I don't what? They were like, Well, how did you do this? And I'm like, I applied. There was an opening. I showed up. <laughs> And they're like, okay, cool. So he's like, hey, after training, I really enjoyed your class. So after training, why don't we uh, want to go out for some drinks? And I'm like, oh, you want to go to the G-Bard on post, which was sanctioned? They're like, no, no, we have a special place, which should have been my first red flag. <laughs> but as an airborne ranger, we don't recognize red flags. We dive headfirst into them saying Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> so they're like, I'm like, all right, cool, name you, name. Name the event, name the distance, name the place. And he's like, all right, uh, outside the post, 1800, we come pick you up. I'm like, okay. I'm like, can I bring some friends? And they're like, yeah, you can bring fire team. I'm like, all right, so I got to figure out who's the other four assholes that I'm going to take on this wild adventure and wherever they're going to take us. I had no idea what was going calling. So I grabbed four heavy hitter, barrel-chested freedom fighters, and uh, we're waiting outside a post in our acus which is the worst camouflage pattern ever made
1: and uh, i think my grandma had that on her couch
0: yeah much like it, as long as the enemy had terrain that was comprised of your right. grandma's couch you would be fine or if it was pitch black yeah not even snow could help that fucking camouflage pattern, but i digress so we're waiting out there um the lieutenant shows up he's like all right getting big i'm like all right cool whatever so we get in the back of their Version of a Humvee, some Warsaw Pact 1944 fucking era bullshit. Um, but the suspension was amazing. Um, didn't feel a bump. He's like, Hey, we're gonna go back to my country. And I'm like, Okay, so I'm an American, I'm not really good for geography, I don't know how far Ukraine is from Poland. So we're on this three hour trek to cross into Poland to go drink at their base. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, fuck it. We'll do it live, I guess. I mean, go hard to go home, as Walt said. Um, and being the ranger that I am, I'm like, you know what? I was I was always brought up the Army, do what your career can handle. And I didn't care about my career. And I was like, fuck it, let's go drink in Poland. <laughs> so we get up to the checkpoint because there was a checkpoint with armed guards with live ammunition <laughs> that even suspected their own troops. Which you know brought their level up a notch. I was like, oh, you guys must party really fucking hard. And they're like, hey, get under this wool blanket. And it was a US GI wool blanket. Straight up said that Those the US right in the middle of it, like you get in basic. So I'm like, all right, so uh if anybody bring body armor? Negative, sir. And I'm like, all right, cool, we'll all die together. <laughs> Put the wool blanket over us. Some reason we, well, by the grace of God, we sneak in. But who's going to, really, who's going to question these guys? It'd be like a bunch of SF dudes showing up to like Fort Bliss, you know, with the the grizzly beard, the ball cap. And then they got to, you know, they show their ID cards like E6. And they're like, all right, cool, guys. Uh, Welcome to Fort Bliss. You know, so we went over there. We went to their little personal Grom bar that they had. And these guys would bring in hookers. Like they brought in entertainment. I don't know if they were hookers. I don't. I don't want to like speculate. But like a bunch of girls come <laughs> in. Uh, night,
1: like, hey, so Stabby's looking at him. Pick whatever
0: the other want. I'm like at the time, <laughs> I was. am like, no, I'm I'm married. I I'm just here to drink and, and party with you guys. She's they're like
1: filing your nails. He's
2: like, she's the other side of the world. This
0: okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not, cause I don't want to get shot. So we we drink until about four a.m. We go back across Poland because they don't check you on the outbound. And uh, so we get back to post and they're like, all right, cool. Meet you in an hour from PT. And I'm like, fuck, God, I hate this country. <laughs> <laughs> so I go in, I check in with my uh, with my commander. I'm like, hey, sir, I'm back. I'm done with the, uh, you know, goodwill mission to Poland. And they're like, all right, cool. We got <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sir, uh, the, the Grom invited me to do PT with them. And he's like, oh, okay, that's cool, man. We'll we'll keep the camaraderie going. So I go out there with my four little whoas that I brought with me. And they're like, all right, cool, man. Five mile run today. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? We've been drinking for like six hours, bro. He's like, no, no, you puke, slug some water. We got we got fallout truck. Well, technically it's vodka truck. You know, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? And no shit, it was a vodka truck. They had bottles of vodka. They're like, Oh, you you okay, yeah. Here, have these. You know, you have a shot of vodka and you keep fucking running. So for this five-mile, no, run, like, I work. puked like 20 times. Like there was nothing left. I lost 15 pounds of. Not only water weight, but whatever was in my stomach over the last 48 hours, gone all over the streets of Ukraine. You know, and these guys are having good, they're fucking singing songs about it. (laughs) I mean, it was in Polish. I had to assume that it was about drinking and throwing up and hookers. (laughs) had no clue but you know I I made the run I didn't go in the fallout truck because I was like fuck this we're the, we're the Americans U.S. Army oh, 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 oh. Rangers lead the way
3: Ignorance.
0: she had a murder face. She always has murder face that ain't uh, wait you're not gonna, can you murder me tomorrow I don't want to be I don't want to be that first dude to die on Veterans Day
3: okay so in all fairness guys it's I fun. didn't touch the hooker you're a liar it's really fun to him with him shit but if you guys know me you know i like the girls
1: too so he's good okay sharing is caring i guess
0: all right so end of the story is i get back to we get back to Pope. it was the worst <laughs> run ever and this even counts the panama drunk fun run that i did with the ranger regiment where we had a six-hour kegger then went for a five-mile run in the humidity um, yeah. but Jesus, <laughs> I, I, that's—I had never been smuggled into another country, especially one that I'd never been to before, and one that is kind of scary because it's Eastern Bloc and they have a reputation for shooting a dude.
1: <laughs> so, fair, fair.
0: Um, but yeah, that, that's my smuggling country story. And uh, good luck, everybody else.
1: Yes, no run is fun. I agree. They call no them that. Just I,
0: I loved what. What do they used to call those?
1: Um, motivational runs, fun runs. No,
0: where they they would cancel it. Uh, Zoinks. Yes. The Zoink. And the only thing you had to worry about was the Sergeant Major, and he was like a 32-year-old man that looked like he was 53, and his knees hurt.
1: (laughs) The old ones you got to watch out for.
2: So, (laughs) Bear, do you have a notion there I was?
1: So, I guess... I don't know that I can t- uh, top it in, in Poland I, I, with the yeah. Grom, but... Uh, I'm following thing-
0: tonight, just to let everybody know. The Grom's probably watching like, how dare he share our secrets? We have to kill him now. I like Nick. he was a good dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. the, the funniest one that I still laugh about when I think about is we did... Before I deployed, the second time we did, there's... Um, Fort Dix had a fake fob, and we were training for Desert Warfare in New Jersey... In December <laughs> where there was snow, as you do. So we're all wearing our summer weight equipment, crawling around, low crawling in firefight, fake firefights, obviously, with, with blank fire adapters.
0: How, how we quick hit, were you heat cat?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so so we're there, and when we get to the fob, they have like uh op for like a trying to fake attack us, so whoever's on guard has to actually pay attention when mostly they just want to make sure their dick doesn't fall off because it becomes an icicle. And uh, you were supposed to wear uh, your flak jacket, <laughs> boots, and utes to go to the, to the like, every time you leave your tank, you better have your, your, your rifle, they, your they weapon, your helmet.
0: They, they don't do cement shoes. They slip throats. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, so I remember I was on guard duty. And because of that, somebody had woken up in the middle of the night. They didn't want to get dressed. So they're literally just wearing their combat boots. Pink heart boxers and their webbing and their helmet as they're shuffling out to the porta potty. I think I died like laughing at least twice. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Honestly, it was the cold. Everything smaller in the cold. Uh, but yeah, that was that was one of the funniest things I ever saw on guard yeah. duty that I can talk about on family TV. Um, <laughs> hey, they uh, what? so the, the unit I was with was stationed at a Camp Air of John Kuwait, and then we escorted convoys all over. So I think I saw my tent there like five times. Oh. And one of the times we were there, the roads went black. So they were considered unsafe to drive. So we were stuck on the base for like two days. And they literally put us on what we called roving sex patrol because general rule one alpha was no fraternization, uh, even if it was your wife. And so we literally were, catching people doing nasty things in nasty places and we'll leave it at that you saw i can't even read that you yugoslavs were as bad as the polish with their slavatsky back in 85 okay i don't even know know what that means i don't either but i'm hoping walt can enlighten us
0: (laughs) then how do you hide a body uh nathan asked how do you how do you hide a body according to my wife pig farms
1: yes i saw that on tv once they don't lie on tv pig farms and the other one was we had this little guy from Boston with like a huge Napoleon complex. And we were- I'm not allowed
2: a, to answer that question.
1: We were doing a resupply run to Biop, which is Baghdad International Airport. And they had this really sweet uh, canteen, whatever, little class six where we could, whatever. I can't remember the, the PX basically, where they had stuff we couldn't get at some of the other bases. So we were picking up for friends, doing supply runs off the books. Uh, and as we're walking out, cause you know, there was the whole fire team. And uh, this little guy from Boston Whitey runs into this big guy and decides he's gonna start a fight with him because you bumped into me. Like clearly it went the other direction. And so we, we kept trying to talk him back, and it ends up being the guy that he's in is wearing this like the, the Ranger panties, whatever the Navy SEAL version is, like the like the tan khaki crap they wear, dive shorts, I think they call them. Um, and, so, and we kept trying to get him to stop, but you know, once the fight, once he started the fight, it's like, well, fuck, we gotta go, right. Because, you know, if you're the only guy in your unit that when everyone's getting in a fight that doesn't have bruises, unless you're Jackie frickin' Chan, like, you got problems because you didn't join in. So we had the one injured guy stack rifles and hold them. And then we got into a fight, like, so there's, what, eight of us and four of them Navy SEALs. So the odds were in their favor. And it was embarrassingly embarrassing. Uh, the cool thing is- Embarrassingly was was,
2: embarrassing?
1: Yeah, it was It was bad. I'm just trying to, to keep it family-friendly-ish. <laughs> He's a writer, yeah, ladies and
4: gentlemen. The- He's a writer. Yeah.
1: They they beat the crap out of us. So that. But I did I did break one nose, so that counts, even though I got my ass kicked. And they took us on their fob and they let us play with some of their cool toys. So okay they were they, impressed that we, they, we they gave they them, them to extreme. Were those the same cool,
2: cool toys they would have offered me, or actually like
1: uh they I offered us they they upgraded some of our equipment. The Humvees we had got better engines that I didn't have access to, and of course, as supply does, as soon as I got to the rear to swap out for the next mission, they confiscated all the cool shit and gave us more rundown stuff. So it, that didn't work. Uh, but yeah, like so they
0: with a bunch of hoop d sixes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, it was it was definitely an interesting experience. And then the reason they invited us is because we got stopped by some officer that wanted to ruin our fun. And he asked what we were doing, expecting us to like rat on the seals. And I was like, uh, uh exercising. No, no. they are teaching us combatives.
0: You don't do that. You don't rat on the seals. Nathan said pig farms look up the Picton serial killer. Honey, you have something so to say about that?
3: We have actually looked into that case before. But as for pig farms, um, in Las Vegas, there was a actual, like a famous pig farm. It was out of the way, it actually recently got moved because the county decided to put their nose where it didn't belong, but um, it was a mandatory field trip when we were in elementary school. So imagine being five, six years old, going on this field trip to a pig farm and having them tell you that the pigs will eat anything, including the bones.
0: Nathan, add me on Facebook, Nick Garber. You'll you'll see my ugly mug.
3: So, yeah, the five years old, and they're telling you, yeah, the pigs will eat the bones too, of anything, of anything, and we just kind of sat there like, hmm. well, it's Vegas,
0: well I mean,
3: we're we're a bunch of Italian kids, so we're just like, hmm. So how did I walk down the aisle to marry this one?
0: With a stuffed pig in her arm.
3: With a pig in my hands instead of a bouquet. My whole That's family fine. thought it was a cop joke, and then you know I explained "Till death do us part." But yes, famous part.
2: <laughs> and That's this hard. is why I'm not getting remarried.
1: That's really dark, Miss Stabby. I, I didn't know I about that red. red flag flag I
0: did
1: it. Yeah, you <laughs> don't I... wrote in red flags. Be damned. <laughs> oh, <my>. Yolo
0: <Yo-oh
2: laughs> or you. Guys that yeah, I really think blog. that Rangers think red flags are just target signs.
1: Yo, well, so, they so Walt, did you invade Poland? No, they
4: are. <laughs> nope. The countries <laughs> I invaded. Nope.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that was the fun story. I can't tell you about the bad stories of the countries I invaded like Walt can. That shit's horrific. You all have nightmares.
2: Yeah. No, and- no, no. This is supposed to be a fun. Podcast yeah. where we, we talk me, about fun stuff Like Jordan, I almost got kidnapped in Vegas show. Or the like, time that, that I
0: freaked that out If I was to name That story it would be Harry Potter And the drunken incursion in Poland That would be the story Or Nick Garber And the audacity of this motherfucker's motherfucker That works What did I say? Audacity. Audacity? Audacity. I'm- audacity Okay I pre-gamed a little too much For this podcast chat. It's okay. We're so, going to
5: actually so, well, how, tonight, so.
0: Yeah. How
1: did you get into
5: well, dog I mean,
2: in the army?
0: I celebrated the Marine Corps birthday yesterday, and I took a little
2: Why did you celebrate the Marine Corps birthday?
0: I got
2: because every, many
0: crowns? every crayon eater eventually ends up in the Cal Guard, and I was like the majority <laughs> of my soldiers. There were former crayon eaters that I had to retrain to speak HUA. You know, and with, <laughs> they teach you that in RASP or RIP. When I went through, they teach you how to tra- how to communicate with Marines. So you show up with the twenty-four box of assorted crayons, and you say a lot, and you offer them a crayon, and that's how you do it. I, I felt like uh, who's the chick that Gorillas in the Mist? What's her name? You don't know?
4: Diane Goodall.
0: There you go, Diane Goodall. That's how I felt. I felt like Diane Diane Goodall communicating with the fucking gorillas.
2: Well, hey, when I joined the podcast back when we were sci-fi uh sci-fi shenanigans, I'm we so had cr- we well, are definitely shenanigans, that's for sure. Uh we had Christopher Winder on. And poor Christopher, I I had an organic it was shaped like an egg. And I don't even know why it was shaped like an egg, but it was because it was but fur- it was an organic crayon. And I posted it and I went, look, I got a welcome present. And about half our listeners thought that we were getting rid of him.
1: Well, Chris was too nice for us. And that's when Chris
2: realized I was going to be mean.
0: I'm feeling Walt's judgment right now through the screen.
1: Walt, Walt does give us the judging eye a lot. Nick, he
0: never gives oh, me the judging years. He's like, "Goddamn Ranger, what are you doing?"
2: See? See, he's even like shaking his head. He's like, "No, I don't judge her."
1: We've told everyone, Walt, how you gave uh, Nick and I the business when we did the drunk episode. Oh my god, that thing was
4: unlistenable.
1: <laughs>
0: no, it was awesome, and I refuse. Confused... Actually, it was unlistenable. You're right.
4: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't hear anything. All I hear is no, you're doing <laughs> it. Uh, wait, God, we uh, no. Like Luke... the Nick Cole
0: episode. We were so... we was two, two hours up. late. No, no, that's <laughs> <He> Nick Cole. Was... <laughs> I blame Nick. As much as I love Nick, I blame he Nick. He was two
2: hours late. <laughs> he was two hours late. And we and he was driving out. a car throughout it all.
3: Yeah. Oh, great. But you what
2: I love about this episode. It's the fact that you two got in trouble no, and I hear no. nothing from no, both. <laughs> see, just
3: everywhere. Because
1: you don't and mess I with Doc. <laughs> we 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 decided in our infinite wisdom of um whiskey brain that fuck it, we'll do it live was sort of what we said when Nick's like no well, no, that's, no what
0: that's
3: what Nick said. And
0: we are in no condition to do this. And we're like, hey, <laughs> we're getting ready to shut it down. Then fucking out of nowhere, Nick shows up. He's like, hey, I'm here. And we're like, fuck it. Let's do it live. <laughs> that, oh, so that was 100% Nick's fault for being two hours late to his own podcast.
1: Absolutely. We're going to stick with that story.
0: Nick Cole, the, the writer of Galaxy's Edge. Okay.
3: Not the other yes.
0: He, he lived in North Um, I've given him multiple invites to the, okay, to, not, a, to a real fireside chat in Imperial Beach.
3: Those are really fun because you tell stories about the rangerettes and the rose bushes, but... I
0: Wait, who's wearing a rangerette t-shirt right now?
3: I earned it. I'm your fucking wife. They don't have to say <laughs> that to the ass. No, but you-
4: <laughs> That was the best thing I've ever heard. That's awesome.
3: Damn! My shirt does say white. There's so-
0: no time zones. We were both on the West Coast. Me and Nick were on the same coast. There was no time zones. That's
1: ridiculous. I mean, at least we were cheerfully drunk that time. It didn't get weepy or anything cre- weird. So I,
0: I'd give Nick more shit, but like he, uh, me, and him are like practically the same person. He's just a little bit older and was a chaplain assistant. Assistant.
2: Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty sure he wasn't a chaplain. <laughs> no, not uh,
0: no. I've read his books. Forgotten ruin. <laughs> the chaplain winner wrote that book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, so, Walt, how did you get into, into handling dogs when you were in the uh, in the Army? He was friends with me. <laughs> it's true. We're not talking about his girlfriends. We're talking about the, the mutts.
2: No, we're talking I about agree. Nick. Nick is a dog. I am his favorite girlfriend, I'll have you know. <laughs> You're his favorite dog. Okay,
0: we'll go with that.
3: Or both. Walt,
0: save us from ourselves. Whiskey uh, hurts when it comes to the nose, baby. You can't say shit like that.
3: <laughs> well, in all fairness, you bought me the shirt, so. That's true. A true ranger would have like ordered it for herself. This was a surprise from him.
0: Ordered her ranger panties too.
1: Welcome to the family now. Walk about those dogs. <laughs> Quick, hurry, save us. I, I don't think I'm gonna wolf get a word. Dogs, wolf dogs, please, wolf the <laughs> dogs. It,
4: it was it was actually pretty innocent. It was like uh uh yeah, I used to work for this guy that um he, he was he was almost like a religious icon amongst the unit. Cause he just had like all these crazy sayings. And, and like, we used to, we used to quote him um, all the time and call it and call the quotes, the book of Joe. Uh, and he just walks up one day, me and uh, the guy I worked with, he's like, you like dogs. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I've never had one. He goes, you look like you like dogs. And then he walked away and I'm like, is that bad? And Dougie, my friend from New Jersey, he goes, oh, yeah, bro, that's not good. Something's going – we're either going to end up in a fucking kennel or or something shit. I'm like, I I don't know what that was about. We went about our day. A couple days later, he comes up. He goes, hey, you, you, you're on a plane to Texas. I'm like, what? Wait, wait, what did we do? He goes, oh, nothing, nothing. You're going for training. We're like, we're in the middle of a deployment. He's like – I know. he just walked away. <laughs> that's how I got into it. So we showed up. We were the only two army guys there. That was fun. Whole strange Air Force base. Land. Yep. It was, it was weird.
0: Now this yeah. is when you were still a spicy boy, right?
4: That, that was uh, back when I was with uh, uh, right before Revere had the ride. And we had the pointy hats.
0: Oh yeah. Well, shit. I mean, I was right there in the war, war of eighteen twelve, as as far as hosts. I was further back. I was. Yeah, you, you, you were, you were the dad of it.
4: Yeah, Walt, bend over. Yep that that was it. And he would do shit like that. He'd walk up and go, you know, he he'd walk up to you and 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 you'd just be like, you know, doing your own thing and whatever and he he would either say something very inspirational or something so freaking vague, you just knew it was it was gonna go bad, you know. Um, it, especially when we uh, when we would get new guys into the unit, and uh, he he would come up and go, "Hey, you have plans this weekend?" We'd be like, uh, "I uh, well, I hadn't really thought that far ahead." He goes, "Yeah, you probably don't have plans," and he'd walk away. And I'm like, "Oh God, we got a new guy coming in." You know, because what what they like to do was um, no,
0: you just volunteered for staff duty, bro.
4: <laughs> no, no, um, we didn't. We didn't do staff duty. Um, but uh, they had uh, they had these dudes. You know, like would come in after getting done with selection, and they'd jump us on a on a helicopter, or if uh, they had some somebody like driving way out, and he'd have us going eighty clicks out, and we'd walk back, and the whole time we were walking back. He was, like, kind of using the walk as, like, how to teach land nav, how to, you know, teach basic soldiering skills, how to care for your equipment. So it was, like, this big, huge, you know, kind of, like, this is how this is how you soldier experience, you know, except for the rest of us who had already been through it, you know, multiple times with multiple new guys. And we're just, like, we don't want to walk anymore. It sucks. You
1: know?
0: <laughs> Fucking 80 clicks sucks.
4: Yep, 80 clicks, 50 miles up and down uh you know that those that hilly section of georgia and you're just like uh, you're just TV. like everybody else is out drinking this is stupid you know and it was and you know the rest of us were you know okay just so kind for of our, do it
0: for our dear listeners who don't really know what walt's talking about he's most likely and i'm guessing of course but based on what he's described it's the tennessee valley divide also known as the tvd it sucks no sane human being wants to walk that shit.
4: No. Ever. So, Dude, but yeah, it was,
1: sucks too.
4: it was. interesting, but yeah, Joe, Joe was like one of those like like religious dudes that just like you know like you felt like you were in the presence of greatness, even though like he was he was about my height, he was built like a whiskey barrel. Um, he uh, he was very soft spoken. Um. You know he, he was just one of those guys that was just like you know uh you, you felt like you had you hooked into something great when you worked with him but like god damn if he wasn't like all sorts of crazy um but yeah so he, and like the book of joe was <laughs> was awesome because so like what, he would say
0: the the book of joe Galatians
4: no i don't think he called it the book of joe and i don't think we did either because he probably would have slapped us uh,
0: back it should be it should be the book of joe
4: so like uh you know like rule number one was don't get caught rule yep. number two was with the, if you get caught kill everything in sight until you're not caught anymore <laughs> uh rule number three um rule number two doesn't always work in big groups instead convince them that you're dead so that you're not caught and then show up two years later uh, and knife them when they're waiting for line, in line with uh, for burritos.
0: So. They teach that to be a rip instructor. I, I I guarantee it. What's that? They teach that phrase, that that whole set of rules to rip instructors to teach. Oh my god,
4: audience. he was hysterical. Like like, you know, you just. You, he would just say shit that you would just you would just start dying laughing about. And, and oh, you know, it would it would be so like off the cuff and so deadpan, you know, um, like it, you Schumer, just,
0: Oh, my God. And you with his great uh, face, it was amazing how they did
4: that. And, you know, you got the um, we were standing in line one day. Uh, we were um, outside the medical, <laughs> medical <laughs> barracks uh, <laughs> <a> <laughs> long, <laughs> long time ago in a galaxy far, yeah, so far away. We're standing in uh, in front of the medical barracks to eat at their chow hall because they had the better chow hall. And uh he was like he was like, you know, just guys, they're gonna say some stupid shit. Just let them say stupid shit and don't even don't even worry about it. So you know, we're standing out there and this and of course we're being loud. So this one medic sticks his head out and he's like, Hey, we have sick people here. Calm down. And he slams the window. <laughs> so Joe is like, Look, don't react to it, just hang out, right? So he's sitting there and, you know, he he opens the window a few minutes later. He's like, hey, I said there's sick people here and we're trying to, we're trying to run sick call hours. So Shut the fuck up. And he slams the window. So Joe, once again, is just, you know, like, hey, don't, it's fine. So the third time he opens the window, he says, hey, I got a song for you fuckers. He's like, I don't go out with girls anymore. I live a life of danger. I sit in the woods and play with myself. Ooh, I'm a ranger. And he slams the window. So we're like, did that just fucking happen? And Joe looks at me and goes 12 motivated, hard charging killers in my midst. Not a one of you fucking moving. I was the first dude at that window. We <laughs> scrambled in there, we pulled that dude out of the building. And then we duct taped him five, five, six feet up onto a flagpole. Upside so, down. No, 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 right side up. But uh, See, yeah, I, blue-
2: I always thrown in my uh, my Viking child with upside down.
4: Yeah. So he, yeah, he
2: that was. a flagpole upside down one day.
4: Do it, yeah. Huge amount really goes. It goes.
2: I I used to pick him up when he was little, when he was annoying, and and ring him like a bell, like this, and go ding dong. Not then, too hard, I
5: hope. How old is he now? He's
4: nine. Okay. He's at the right age now to where you can sign him up for jujitsu and okay. then you walk over to the instructor and you say, look, he's giving me shit. I want you to suplex him.
0: I'm doing that with my son right now, actually.
4: Yeah. You know how many parents I have come up to me and go, excuse me, sensei? And it's like, no, don't call me that. What? What's up? Listen, he's being a little shit at home. Can you? I don't know. Um, Just his attitude. And I'm like... So are you asking me to provide positive motivation to the young man who probably has an excess of uh, energy and allow him to direct that energy in a positive direction? Or do you want me to fist fuck him? He goes, (laughs) "Um, um, 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 I'm like, yeah, like right through the teeth. Like,
3: (laughs) Well, I
0: I need you to take that fist and I need you to shove it right up his asshole.
2: So the, you know oh, would, guys, guys, guys. Uh, yeah. He so said, parents,
0: that how was how did I, what what did I say that was more offensive than fist buffs?
4: So oh. the you know, the parents would look at you and be like, Look, listen, just uh, I don't know, is there something we you like do with that? better? And it's like it's like, Look, oh, really? you know, um <laughs> unleash Krakenwalt. It's like look, ma'am, um you know, if you're not able to control your son at home, then that, that you know, the, we're controlling him here just fine. If you're not able to control him at home that needs to start with you at home where we can't come to your house and, and raise your children
0: California she's like not permit me to suplex my child outside of an organized sports <laughs> <laughs> otherwise i would throw him out the window yeah.
1: The administration of uh ranger nick's offspring all right
0: oh, i brought a marine to the knicks is that
2: cool
1: say hi jason yeah we love I marines mean- I mean, okay. We do, We do. What,
2: what do call Air but Nick, do you have any crayons left? No, I never have
0: crayons here. We're fucking army here.
3: <laughs> I thought yeah. you had them. This I had a that crayons
0: from uh, Walmart real quick. What am I
2: doing with this? <laughs> so,
1: so, so did you get any uh, cool experiences in your army time there, doc? We've all talked. Tell us a story.
2: Um, yeah, okay. well I mean I have the I okay I have a kidnapped in, almost kidnapped in Vegas story and a uh dr, and a driving on the CTA story in my POV.
1: I don't care whichever one you think's funnier. Entertain us. I think they're both pretty fucking funny. One's short, yeah. one's longer. We'll start with the short. Well no, that could be taken wrong. Whatever, pick. I I
2: Okay, well, we're going to go with because twenty books to fifty k is going on. So I was thinking about it this the other day, and uh, the last time I went to Vegas, I almost got kidnapped. First, we talking like
4: white slavery kidnapped, like friendly kidnapped.
2: This guy wanted to take me and make me his wife.
4: Was he a rich guy? Was he cute? Was he ugly? What are
2: we talking? I don't know. First of all, you have to understand, I had like a yard of amaretto sour with me. And it's hanging around my neck. It's broad daylight. And I'm sitting there and I keep holding it to my side. And my friend is yelling, fussing at me. Just let
5: it hang. And I'm like, I can't walk with this between my legs. Don't know how guys do this. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that you have a nickel,
3: he'd have a nickel.
0: He'd probably be your (laughs) wing.
2: but. So she's sitting there and she's going, Oh my God, I'm going to kill you, Smalls. And I'm like, well, I haven't heard that one before. But I'm in a very happy place, being drunk in Vegas, chilling with my friend. And um, this guy. Where were you staying? What?
0: In Vegas. Where were you <laughs> staying?
2: I don't fucking remember. I didn't plan that part of the trip. Good girl. So and i'm and i'm on there it's an army trip because i'm with boss better opportunities for single soldiers
4: oh my god that program's old you're dating yourself doc
2: it just never went away
4: oh, it's not good
0: for a sexual predator like siska face. it's worse it's not- than kids. it's plenty of fish for soldiers Plenty of fish, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the bottom
2: of the barrel, right there. So, be nicer, you don't get any K-Cups.
5: Uh,
2: uh,
0: so, I, I don't know how to respond to that. Have we ever gotten K-Cup picks from K-Cups?
1: No. Uh, this is family-friendly show. Doc, back the story. How are no. we when <laughs> those kids... Okay,
2: so, <laughs> we love this guy, Kira. I'm walking down, Kira and Kira. All, honestly, Kira. all I remember is that he was a foreign national from Africa and was dressed accordingly. And uh, he looks at me and he goes, oh, you're pretty. I want to take you home and marry you. And I'm sitting there and I'm drinking and I'm just going, "Mm." and I'm like, no, thank you. And I keep going, just walking down the strip. I've answered and I've told him no. Yeah, he had another idea. He comes back and he grabs me by the shoulders and turns me in the opposite direction I'd been going in and starts walking off with me. And I go, Colleen, what's happening? Why am I going the wrong way? So my friend Colleen, being the unabashed civilian that she is and wonderful, she turns around and starts hitting him and screaming at him that he's kidnapping an American soldier and he needed to fucking let me go because I said no. And he starts screaming for the cops. And there's two cops on the corner watching this. And I'm just sitting there kind of just, I'm holding my big yard of alcohol and just drinking out of my straw. like, (laughs) And I'm like, and he goes, and he starts calling for the cops, and she goes, she's a fucking U.S. soldier, you idiot. You're trying to kidnap her. She said no. And, and like, as soon as they heard the words U.S. soldier, one of the cops literally held up his hands and took two steps back. <laughs> they looked at the guy, and they were like, you're on your own. And um, so eventually he decided to leave me alone. But, yeah, no, he, he was all game for, like, taking me away. And
0: so you didn't do it.
1: I wasn't we're to do we'll it. Get, we're glad you didn't get kidnapped. And whoever Facebook user is, we are sorry that uh, you didn't get notified. Uh, we'll blame Canada. Why not? They're here. Well, no, nope,
0: we're blaming Nick Cole and Jason Aspok.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How did you say it? Aspock. That's it now. We'll, we'll ride with that. What do you think, Walt? Make I, I it said, official? No,
0: didn't Ask On <laughs> spot. On spot. On spot?
1: You guys it's That's works. It's That's not, right. Right.
0: That's not right. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a little spot. bit. The marina. agreed. Oh, if you so want to apologize, fired. you could donate
1: to Mission 22 through the GE website. They would greatly appreciate it. I'm going to get
0: so fired from this podcast right now. It <laughs> could be worse. Yeah.
1: I uh, could
0: not be a part of the podcast. I'm-, I'm so getting fired.
1: We're just dock your pay. It's okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So 45 and 45, three weeks extra duty. Call it good.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. For-
0: We'll just do some uh, non-judicial punishment here. That's what the Marines call it. We just call it UCMNJ, NJP.
2: Well, I thought we called it corrective training. I mean I mean, growing up, my mom just you, called it building my character. I
1: have for the hitman I got in trouble a lot. We we just got to do that. That, that's your lesson for getting caught. That's what that is. It's teaching you not to get email caught next time. Send
0: to nickgarberdesigns at
5: gmail.com. And I mean,
1: you're not I supposed know. to give real email addresses when you do that. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> podcasting one, on bro. I need the contact. Send me
2: the <laughs> hate <laughs> mail. He a, needs any contact that people are willing to give him.
0: Of course, the Marines, right out the gate, with send dick pics to my <laughs> email. <planet>. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly just send. Ooh rah and happy birthday, asshole. Mm-hmm. Veiny dick pics. Ve- <laughs> and spank. Oh, that's even better.
1: Ad- no, ash spank. <laughs> so Walt, are you considering drinking or sepa It's
4: definitely a possibility.
0: Drinks about Walt's
1: about to block me on Facebook, and that's <laughs> so, so. Walt is, a, if you don't know, in addition to being like a sword-stabby person and a karate, whatever person, he also writes the words. So, when are you going to write the Book of Joe for us?
4: Uh um, Balations. Joe Why would I write it when Nick Cole is writing it right now?
1: Oh well, why would you? Yeah, it's not Walt it? Robillard's uh, Book of Joe.
4: No, it's not. It's 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 for Forgotten Ruin.
0: Okay, so we've had Forgotten Ruin. We've had uh, what's the second book? Hit and... and fade. Hit and fade. I'm sorry. I want to say hit and run so bad because that's what I know, and I'm stupid. Dumb, Dumb Ranger. Dumb Ranger. Third book is titled.
4: Um. Oh crap! <laughs>
0: you you just shared it with me. Not to put you on the spot, uh,
4: it's it. I I always reference that book as Objective Lizard King. Because that's the uh it's the it's uh a, a violence of action there it is violence of
0: action okay so he's going with the uh fundamentals of a raid got it um for you non-infantry types i discussed uh, i was immediately George <laughs> had nothing to do with that he talked about the lizard king everybody talked about the lizard king so did fucking, uh what's his name um uh he was on the office. Wow. So uh point. something spade. No, not spade? no, not David Spade. You're an idiot. Michael Spade? No. Oh my God. He was Richard in 16 spade? Candles. Someone help me out.
1: I I don't know that we are qualified to provide the kind of help you might <laughs> need right now, Nick. Conversations with a Marine,
0: part one. <laughs> Fuck him. Anyway.
1: I mean uh, they're Marines,
0: yeah.
5: they might
1: like it.
0: It's I'm, I'm disappointed all of this shit. Also, Facebook is me. It's Sparky not Facebook. <laughs> <users>. <laughs> I like Sparky. Yes, Sparky's good. People. The best bands. I'm, AJR.
4: I'm, look at the uh,
1: look at the sh- screen share below. Okay, okay.
0: I'm just all of you
1: so, Okay. Awesome, awesome. Let me hide no, this banner. No, Times no, do, dogs do
0: not fucking matter.
1: I didn't even put that one up, so this one I'm going to blame. <laughs> there we go. Saska's trying to get me in trouble putting all these banners up
0: <laughs> on Blake Day. Leg day is the only time where legs' lives matter.
2: There you go. <laughs> Are you happy now?
0: So JR, now you gotta do leg day. I know it's scary. I'll hold your hand. It'll be fine.
2: Will <laughs> you whisper quietly softly into his ear?
0: And I and I won't take a picture and send it to you with the amount of weight that I'm squatting. I don't want to put you down. I don't want you to make you feel less. Everything you do is good. Just keep doing it.
1: So, so, do you want to let your mysterious guest, the uh, the gyrene speak at all? You gonna talk, Jason? Speak. What am I doing? <laughs> Speaking. You, you want you want to share any of your no shit there I was uh, the air wing?
0: Yeah. Um, Jason, give me a quick rundown of your time in service, what you've done, and the cool guy pics that you got with presidents. Uh,
5: I didn't really do anything. Uh, my time in service was from after I graduated high school in '96 until august 19th of 2001 before the war yeah so all my time was during uh peace time and what important piece of aircraft did you work on well that that was my time with the marines and then after i i was up in new york with bp i joined um cares curious about bp shit we're talking about no no i joined the army army oh the army net the reserves right yeah
0: okay yeah but what important important piece of machinery did you work on that is closely related to the president was, of the united uh, states
5: i was stationed with HMX one which is uh
0: he worked on marine one because yeah. he's taken fucking forever like a marine
5: does <laughs> well so president for flight detachment so uh everybody knows air force one the big yeah seven yeah, yeah, the air yeah air i force
2: know one. what marine one is
5: uh, okay so, yeah, it's... it's yeah, because we're not all I fucking usually, retarded. Well, I usually tell If you're
2: people, not a Ringo fan, if you're a Ringo fan, you can't not know what Marine One is. Well, I usually don't tell, tell people, you. Have you, I,
0: I, And
5: he reads, too, from Marie. He reads at a third grade level. I, I don't know how to read. Um, no, he lies. I usually tell people, like, have you ever seen the movie Independence um, Independence Day. And in Independence Day, there's a scene where the, really? heli- yeah. the helicopter's pulling off and it gets blown up. And right? it gets blown up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's what I worked on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
0: So Jason's a good buddy in my work with uh Department of Homeland Security. Uh I don't how do I not insult you? You're, you're- no go ahead. Marine former come.
3: Marine. I
0: know I'm not, not saying ex Marine, right?
3: Did
0: anybody know the proper terminology? Anybody in the comments section? No, anybody he here know
3: we need his no, story. His, I his, I hold
0: my beer story. No. Oh yeah, we need to hold his beer no, story. No, I, yeah.
5: I usually uh, I usually tell people that I was
0: active duty. He, marine. He's shy. But what presidents did you take pictures with?
5: Yeah. You know, uh,
0: because you've shown them to me and they're so really
5: cool. the last time Bill Clinton went to uh, Camp David, that was a detail that I pulled. And I got a, I got a picture with uh, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and the first family. Um, but the best part of that trip was when we fed chocolate cookies to the dog, and then the dog was shitting its brains out for. That was Hillary's dog. Yeah, that was. Oh, the- that's
0: awesome. But- so you got a picture with <laughs> Satan. <laughs> yeah, we had. Uh, and you so, fed her hellhound. So. Who showed-
5: so back then it was a uh, thirty-five millimeter like Insta in, Insta cameras. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You took to the. And, uh, yeah. So. I was an avionics technician and I had to keep track of all the encryption. So I had a safe and, uh, Did no, keep
0: up some of the dog shit.
5: No, but I took that camera that somebody wasn't supposed to bring with them. And I threw it in my safe after we took all those pictures because <laughs> nobody
0: else could touch it because right? nobody else could touch that's it. That's awesome. It
5: was fun. Okay.
0: So we got secret squirrel on probation. <laughs> that's awesome. That, and like,
5: to, um, your, to be honest, that's probably bigger, the coolest Marine my, story I've ever story. heard. And then by the time I left, uh, that is
1: his whole beer story, please.
5: please. No, uh, I don't have any hold my beer stories. And then by the time I left, are you kidding? That is the hold my beer, my story. uh, God dang. Bush was in office. Oh,
0: Daddy W.
5: When I had my rip and grin. uh, Okay,
0: uh, so so for the listeners at home, a rip and grin is a photo shoot where you give a handshake, you grin, they rip the shot, and then they shove you off like the uh, cannon fodder that you are.
5: No, he was a cool guy though. He, uh, <laughs> Bush was a cool guy. Clinton, uh, not so much. And especially Hillary Clinton was it's not cool. a political show. Just yeah, not, yeah, But, uh, Bush was a cool cat, man. Um, the guy in front of me, uh, he stepped out and, uh, shook his hand and like immediately just instant jarhead is like, get the fuck out of the way. Type shit going on. So my buddy immediately started walking out of the room, and uh Bush was like, "Hey, so what's going on? What do you what do you got going on after the Marines?" My buddy is like, still trying to walk out the <laughs> door. I don't care what the commander <laughs> says. I'm trying to get out of the shop
3: <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, here's where Jr. We're, we're trying to wrangle into interview. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute my cam my.
1: Okay, guys. So so-, so so we've got to bring this puppy home because we've been at it for an hour and a half, and Walt has words to write and dogs to walk. And uh I believe he's probably owes like at least a dozen books tomorrow to the to galaxy's edge. They they work him like a rented mule. So uh as we bring this puppy home, again, mission twenty two, do the thing, donate the money, help uh help a good cause. And uh let me throw that back up there for you. And definitely,
0: uh so- definitely look into it because it helps. Veterans that are suffering from PTSD like me to uh, make sure we uh, we stay in the fight, all right?
1: And uh, Sam Point wants you to know he's had morning tea with his Royal Highness Prince Philip in the officer's mess at St. James Palace just because he was in the hall and braced at the time, uh, braced up with good morning, your grace. So those those weird Aussies, they do weird things. But thanks for sharing that with us, uh, Sam. But uh, all right, so Nick. Nick. Before you mute yourself, how can listeners find you if they want to support your art?
0: Uh, If you'd like to find me, you can find me at Nick Garber Art on Facebook, at Nick Garber Art on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to really super support me making comic books, you can go to www.abijingcomics.net. And um, hopefully tonight didn't dissuade you from buying my books.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, As we bring this puppy home, Waltz. The writer of the words and the stabber of the things. How can listeners find you? Hazardstudio.net. Outstanding. All of this will be linked in the comment section. Doc, do you have any cool websites you want to send people to?
2: Uh why are you doing this to me all of a sudden? Uh,
1: okay, she you can is find at co- the hub if you know
0: what I'm talking about at Doc she, she is the uh, and you can also uh, find her on her spicy accountant page at Doc Cisco.
1: All right, what the and she also are you is talking a... about he's drunk, ignore him. She's also the president of the Pernis uh fantasy uh fan club. Uh so you can find her there. I'm not, that is
2: not a thing.
1: That is not a yes, thing. Yes it is. It is uh, not a thing. I'm to find it to... it's going to be a thing.
2: Fine, you do, do the website
1: all right she wants you to know pineapples do not belong on pizza you can find me on my website jrhanley.com easy peasy i'm Hanley everywhere and you can find the show at let me read where you can find us uh our website is anchor.fm backslash blasters tack and tack blades anchor.fm backslash blasters dash and dash blades we're on the twitter at sf underscore fantasy underscore show uh, Sierra Foxtrot underscore fantasy underscore show. You can email us at blasters and blades podcast at gmail.com. Again, blasters and blades podcast at gmail.com. I promise we do answer those letters. Uh, you can find us our shenanigans on Facebook at facebook.com backslash groups backslash blasters and blades podcast. Again, blasters and blades podcast. You can support the show on a reoccurring basis on anchor.fm backslash blasters, and tack blades or at buymeacoffee.com backslash author JR Hanley. Buymeacoffee.com backslash author J.R. Hanley. Be sure to put in the comment section that is for the podcast. I will keep my co-host Nick Garber and Doc Seska duly intoxicated. They will drink until their liver surrenders. Never surrender. All right, bring it home, Doc, before Nick ruins no. it again. <clears throat>
2: Thank you for some, spending some of your precious time with us for Nick Garber, JR Hanley, and all the other veterans out there. Thank you for being hopefully wonderful citizens. Um, I'm Suska. This was a Blasters and Blades podcast. Join us next week where we'll actually talk fandom stuff, geek stuff. Don't forget to check out Mission 22, though, because that is actually super important because you never know who is needing that help. And so, do it to support veterans. If you want to say thank you to a veteran, supporting veteran causes that help p- promote veteran, better veteran wellness, and especially mental wellness, is the best way to do that.
0: And you can so, reach out to me through the podcast.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're a listener and you are facing one of those causes, problems, and you need somebody, feel free to reach out to us. We're vets. We do get it. So on behalf of everybody here, thank you. Have a wonderful Veterans Day.